And welcome, everybody. We're back this week. Yay, we weren't here last week because we had basketball in this place. So this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and with me is my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And it's good to be here on this rainy, dreary day where traffic was awful. It was kind of bad, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Were you coming over the I-90 bridge? I did. Yeah. And it was the last uh, mile before you got to the turnoff to come over here. Oh, no. Twice I was like, move over quick or get sliced. Oh, ouch. So, yeah, they're driving kind of crazy today. I don't know what it is. I didn't see a transit that would be there, but... It wasn't like that time you almost got hit by that flying car. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's been quite like that one. That's no, still that was the craziest the mysterious day. thing. <laughs> oh man, uh, that was just Mercury before Mercury went retrograde, and oh my gosh, what a what a harbinger of things to come. Yeah. Which wasn't that bad during Mercury retrograde, but still, it was not fun. Anyway, today on the Jupiter Rising Show, we have our favorite guest just about this, Mr. Matt Shea. He is an author, and he's going to be talking about all sorts of things. Probably a new, He's got a couple of books that he's writing now, but we're also going to be talking to him about various things that he's been up to. And he's always up to really good stuff. So anyway, and then we're going to have our Astro News of the Month, because we do that at the beginning of every single month, and we've got a bunch of stuff. I mean, this week, this month, and next month. Oh, Lord. Anyway. (laughs) So, anyway, we're going to be talking about that. And we have for our celebrity of the week, Mr. Fred Rogers, who is, who, after seeing his charts, is no wonder he was so wonderful. You know, how could he have, how could he help not be, you know? So, anyway, it's going to be a fun day, and we're going to do all sorts of other stuff, too, that we usually do on the show. But right now, we're going to take a really quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have the Astro News of the Month. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. I love that. I can't get it. I would like to do that every week, except we only do this once a month. But what the heck? No, I like that. I do, too. I really do. So anyway, this is the Astro News of the Month, in case you were wondering what that very interesting music was. That's our theme for that. Anyway, we've got a lot of stuff coming up, and I was looking at the the ephemeris yesterday for December, and there really wasn't much showing up except for Jupiter going into Capricorn, which happened a few days ago. And that is in its fall, so it doesn't really function quite like you expect it to. Yeah, it's... it's, uh, Maybe uh, it doesn't, you know, deliver a lot of good stuff. 
I mean, I mean, expectation-wise, do you think it's sort of like that? I well, I think that you've got Jupiter in itself is all about expansion, but right. Capricorn, Capricorn is going to restrict things from yeah. jumping as quick as they want to. Right, it's going to be a very controlled expansion if it does expand. So uh, anyway, and but then again. <clears throat> We've got all this other stuff going on in Capricorn, like Saturn and Pluto, and that's going on. Um, and they're going to be conjoined next month in January, right around the 12th of January. So let me read these off just because it's kind of interesting. So first we had November 27th, Neptune state went stationary direct. Okay, and so when Neptune's retrograde, things te- te- tend to stay in the... In the closet a little bit longer, a little more secretive, but when it comes out, things start to be revealed a little bit. So this is like on the heels of, this is what we're going into this time with, is the Neptune going direct. And then on December 3rd, Jupiter went into Capricorn, and so that could be, again, I kind of looked at it as a um, portal opening for the Pluto-Saturn issues that are going to come out on January 11th and 12th and also Uranus is going direct on January 11th I can't believe it you know and and then we also have January 10th we have a solar or excuse me a lunar eclipse at 20 cancer which is opposite those points so that's a lot well the 13th follows right in there too because on the December 13th you have a Mars-Neptune trine. Okay. And that's followed immediately by a Venus-Pluto conjunction. Oh. Which means that you go through that Mars energy that's almost like a... Yeah. And doesn't really go anywhere. True. And then you have this Venus-Pluto that is going to make everyone get incredibly romantic. Oh, I would would put it another way, but I would say incredibly... But I would also say that it's going to have something to do with what's going to be coming up as far as the global currency. Yeah, right. Looking oh, at for different sure. things. Absolutely, from a for different sure. Because of Venus ruling the monetary system. Um, there's also possibility, you know, I think it's the thing they've been talking about for quite a while is the Saturn-Pluto being in opposition to Trump's uh, Venus-Jupiter, uh, Jupiter, no, Venus-Saturn conjunction. They're going to be opposing during that time. And uh, with Venus and Pluto together, too, that may add a bit of fatality to it, you know, like something is going to happen that might completely pull him off of his center. So, um, Or it may be something a little deeper. <laughs> it may go a lot deeper. Well, I was thinking that was fairly deep for him because he's not that deep. Um, I think it has more to do with the monetary system big time. Okay. Well, and it may be as a result of the monetary system changing that that Trump goes through whatever it goes because he and money are tied together <clears throat> like hand in a glove. So well, he's a businessman. Yeah, true. I know. So um, anyway, not to belabor Trump, but I mean, it is our yeah. government. It is the right out there in front. Of, it, we see it right out in front of us. We so. also have, as far as on December fifteenth, there's a Jupiter Uranus. Uh, trying that comes in and oh, that's that's good stuff well that's considered a selfish gift i mean mm-hmm. that's a big time gift to everyone right and that seems to be at the end of all of this catharsis doesn't it well that it won't happen again until 2028 oh. 
So there's a, it doesn't come every time you turn around. Right. It doesn't come every time this year, same time each mm-hmm. year. No, he doesn't. So it feels... It should set up Christmas to be good for everyone. Well, hopefully. I think it will big time. And you also have, as far as on the 25th, you do have the eclipse that happens that day. Okay. Yes. So right. I think people are going to be in very good spirits this year at Christmas right. time. I'm already seeing that. <clears throat> I'm already seeing that in my neighborhood. You know, there's a lot of people putting lights up. Yeah, well, lights I haven't seen in years. And I all know. of a sudden they're everywhere. And people are being really friendly, yeah. you know, and having their little jingle jangles outside of the, out of the, in front of the grocery store, getting their money. And, and they're really friendly people, <clears throat> you know. And so I'm really noticing it. And, of course, our neighbor around the corner has a gigantic Santa in his front yard. Uh, is it one of those old ones from the 50s, or is it one It is an older one. You can tell by looking at it, but it's huge. Because those old ones from the 50s, I thought, were marvelous. Yeah, this one's like about 13, 14 feet tall. Those blow-up ones yeah, don't do anything. Yeah, it's a blow-up thing, oh. yeah. It's right in, front of, right in front of everybody. I took a picture of it. It's on my Facebook page, <clears> in case okay. you're wondering. So, yeah, I, I thought, well, that's interesting. So that's kind of showing up as well, but... I do think that in spite of everything that's going on, people are wanting to keep their optimism as high as they possibly can. Well, on the 15th, when Jupiter trying Uranus, yeah. I think there's, I think it's going to make everyone feel like they just won the lottery somehow. Oh, God, wouldn't that one be so great? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, I'm just going crazy. Anyway, so we got to move on here. We've got Mr. We Have, the Celebrity of the Week. I forgot we have him here. <laughs> okay. So this is Fred Rogers. His birthday is March 20th, 1928. He was born at 820 in the morning. And he was born in Latrobe. Latrobe. Is that how you say that? Latrobe, Pennsylvania? I don't know. Any, I've uh, never been there, so I'll, I'll <laughs> just go with what you said. Oh, thank you. Anyway, he, bo- he died actually February 27th. In the year, so he died right in, and he was born in the between the time the sun was in Pisces, which I find kind of interesting. So he is well. I tell you, I mean, four planets in Pisces, sun at the last degree of Pisces, twenty nine degrees, and his moon's right behind it, eleven degrees. So he is he has a balsamic phase moon, which makes him highly spiritual anyway. Well, twenty nine degrees. Whenever I see twenty nine degrees sun sign, to me, these are the people that have come to teach karmic lessons to everyone. Yep, pretty much. You're at the end of something, and particularly him having the last degree of the last sign Big time. in the Zodiac. I mean, it, before he checks out, he kind of came along. He had a lot of advanced work to do when he got here, yeah. you know, and um, and then you've got all this all this stuff opposing He's Neptune. He's quite a stellar. Yeah, he does. He has Saturn and Pluto. Uh, Saturn is stationary retrograde, right. and Pluto is stationary direct. Right. Yeah, and um, he had to have worked very, very hard during his life to do what he had to do. But it's he made it look so easy because he kept it was, everything simple and a simple set. Yep, simple set, simple. Nothing expensive about his show. No, nothing ostentatious. Just simple. And it was so routine that he kept doing the same thing over yep. and over. Yeah, he, he didn't even, it's like he was was that character. Yes. He did literally what became Mr. Rogers. I think the one thing that he did do more than anything is he made kids feel like there was a reason for them to be oh. here. 
But he also took the barriers down between races. Yeah. Because he wasn't afraid to yeah, uh, he did. put his feet in the water with the mailman who was black. Yes. And prior to that, black people weren't even allowed to go into swimming pools. I know. Yeah. In Vegas, they yeah. blocked them. It was right. like craziness. Crazy. He had a child. Um, just before we go here, we have another break coming up. He had a child on who was about five or six years old, and, and he played beautiful piano. He's sort of a, um, a quite a talent. And I remember he was watching him like a hawk while he was playing. He wanted to see what that process was, the creative process looked like on him, you know, on his face. Mm-hmm. And he watched that child just microscopically watched his face the whole time. He didn't look at his hands or anything else. Just watched him and how it affected him. It was that's what he observed in life. He observed people deep down, mm-hmm. and he saw how things affected them. You know, and so sensitive, obviously, with that double Pisces. You know, well, the whole chart's ruled by just Pisces. unbelievably sensitive. So because if we do the Slevin method, we've got Neptune as the ruler of the yep midheaven. It, it probably would be even if it wasn't that method wasn't in there. <laughs> Even though you got the stationary planets that pull an awful lot of weight. Yes, they do. But, you know, the the Pisces thing just literally with all those very important planets in Pisces took over. So anyway, we've got to take a break here really quick. And when we get back, we're going to bring on Mr. Matt Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Probst. She's an aromatherapist, and at this point, you're probably really tired of hearing about essential oils. But are you confused? Is that why? Overwhelmed? Not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And CBD is everywhere these days, and if you're looking for a CBD choice that is transparent about its source and how it is processed and what it will do for you or you want more for information and you want to talk to Angela give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her at her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. Thanks in part to animal communicator, medium, and Reiki master Darcy Pariso, we cover the world of animals. This week, December 8th, it's Behavior Training and Healing Sunday with me, so we will have open phone lines, but I'll also have a special guest in the studio. A blast from the past, Positive Talk Radio, Kevin McDonald joins me. Find out all about his imminent return on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. I'm Eileen Grimes, and our co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston, is on, too. Yes. Yes. And right now we're going to introduce our fabulous guest, Mr. Matt Shea. Hello, Matt. Good morning. Once again, thank Mm -hmm. you so much for having me here. Of course. Of course. And you've been frantically making notes. I mean, kind of watching out of the corner of my eye what you're writing down there but you know um you've got a couple of new books that you've started right now 
And but there's other things that you do too because there you know you have so many projects going on at the same time. But what do you think is your most important project right now? Well, before I get started, I want to make a comment about today being December seventh, Pearl oh, yes. Harbor Day. Yes. And what you were watching me doing with pad and pencil was doing the math. My mom was moving into their house in Tacoma on December 7th, 1941. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And so they were hearing the radio reports oh, and gosh. crying, hearing about this live attack. This was yeah. not Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. No. And she was 15 years old at the time. Wow. And once in a while, mom would just reflect on that, mention it. Mm-hmm. What a part time in history to mm-hmm. remember so well to have gone through it. And right. so it really touches me. I'm a history buff. I love this country. That, of course, my mother, the family, uh, December 7th has an extra meaning to me. Now, the funny th- about this bittersweet is that Dad was living in Connecticut, mm-hmm. East Coast, and it was World War II that brought him to Fort Lewis, Washington. Oh, and I he see. was introduced to Mom shortly after that, and the rest is history. Yes, we now have the right. Shea family. But just the same, I wish that December 7th wasn't known for what happened in Pearl Harbor. Yeah, and it probably, was this just after she got married? Oh, she was. She They were getting their first house, basically, right? Well, she was 15 years old. No, she was old. only 15. Oh, hello. Yes, yes, yes. duh. Okay, I went ahead in my the, it, This my wasn't narrative. back in, uh, this was not one of those child marriages. <laughs> Yes. I know. She was with her parents. She was with her mom and dad. Okay, never mind. Yes, so, but, but that a, made an important impact on her. Well, oh, sure, that. sure it did. Upon Saturn the start Square. of the war. Saturn opposition. That's true. Yes, you're right. Saturn opposition. Saturn She'd opposition. be going through yeah, at that time. Yeah, exactly. Right around 14 and a half, 15 years old. Yeah, so. right. Exactly. Smart man. In regards to Pearl Harbor, there was a magnificent book called At Dawn We Slept. And it was written by Gordon Prang. And just before he completed it, he passed. And so Donald Goldstein and Catherine Dillon completed the book for him. And mm-hmm. they published it in 1981. It was a New York Times bestseller. Okay. But it's one of the first books in history that suggests, quote, end quote, the conspiracy concept. Because mm-hmm. it's a behind-the-scenes things that points that there was a lot known that was not revealed to the public, that it was right. anticipated. And the book is incredible. You could still get it on a- Amazon, On Dawn We Slept. What was the name of the book again? At Dawn We Slept. At Dawn We Slept. Interesting. Sounds very interesting. Yeah, it sounds Amazing. like something you'd want to read. Well, he has written other books, like the battle about the Battle of Midway and so forth. He was out of Maryland, a professor, an incredible historian, great at lectures, and World War II, that was his thing. He was mm-hmm. really into it. But again, December 7th, 1941, at dawn we slept. That is quite a book to look through. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, at dawn we slept. Yeah, that's where everybody was doing over in Hawaii at that time. It was. Like, I wasn't. I know you weren't, <laughs> but <laughs> I wasn't there either. But, you know, I can't imagine the fear that they had. I think it was right around 6 a.m., wasn't it? It well, started? it was morning. It was a Sunday morning, and uh, I'm going to use the term daybreak, so I, I think somewhere in the vicinity of 7 or 8. However, however, the attack happened well before that, Yeah. and they said hours before that they were already battling and keeping quiet about it, mm-hmm. uh, suggesting that they kind of allowed it to play out to the magnitude it did. Wow. 
Okay. Wow, that's really something. Yeah. And it was 78th anniversary today. That's what I heard. So, yeah, it's um, our days that live in infamy, as he said about that. We are having fewer and fewer World War II veterans by the day. Yes. My dad is still one, age 97, but there's Mm -hmm. so few left. And years back, we lost our last World War I veteran. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow, that's just really something. Okay, so what is going on in your writing business? What are you writing about now? Well, I am very proud that I work at the Emerald Queen. I enjoy that, and I'm saying hello to David, to Gary, everybody. And at present, I'm working at the Comfort Inn. Now, they're a shuttle driver, and this all ties in. Uh, I do not understand gambling. I don't know why a casino would hire a guy like me. I don't gamble. I don't drink. Yeah. I'm pretty not exciting for that element. Yeah. But I love to drive, and I love people. And what really got me was, to the right, I could watch people gamble and kind of have fun. Sometimes it could backfire. They take it too far. But on the other side, I had coworkers, and they had a friendly competition to out-happy one another. to make everybody happy, and now that's how they win. Mm -hmm. It's called tips. And so they're getting tips left and right because they're making people happy, accommodating. Mm -hmm. You're being legitimate. You can't fool people with that. And so I can pair receiving based on giving happiness versus people who are trying to find a way to be happy, Mm -hmm. and then they're gambling of all things, and almost always it's bad going to worse. It's quite a dichotomy. Right. And so the book I'm working on is about a guy who, like so many decent people, they go to the casino to see if there is a way to kind of pay a bill off. Maybe they'll get lucky, but it's not going right. to break the bank. Right. And from there, you kind of get into it a bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not against gambling. It's like anything. It's mm-hmm. to an extreme, you name it, then we right. can't. Right, yeah. And agree. so it's just from the outside looking in, Mm-hmm. And I would rather give somebody a ride, mm-hmm. get to know them a bit, drive them to restaurants and so forth. And if it works out, it's wonderful to get a tip. Right. But I wasn't gambling, trying to outsmart a machine or right. outsmart a car dealer. Right, exactly. And it seems like I, I, I've told, I think you guys, the story before about my going to a casino up in, way up north and... um I went with a man I was dating at that time who happened to be a professional gambler. How do I pick him? You just never know. But because I feel almost identical about gambling, it's not even on my, it isn't even on my radar screen to even do it, much less even want to do it, you know, to to play a little money and make more money back. That makes no sense to me. So um, I'm walking in and I was watching people playing at the uh, blackjack table and they're putting their money out. And I was watching a woman who placed a $500 bet. And I said, God, that's my rent money. That is my rent money. I was so angry at her and angry at even being there, you know. And I just sat there and I just tears just well down my face. And he said, what's going on? I said, she's been gambling her rent money. If it were mine, it would be that if I lost it, I wouldn't have a way to pay that. I wouldn't be able to live. You know, and some of them do get wrapped in it that deep. I know they do. And it just it was such a um, it was a real jolt and awakening for me. But it's something that I know that I would never, ever do. But I just think it was so incredibly sad. 
You no, know. Eileen, on more than one occasion, I bumped into Doug at the Emerald Queen Casino. <laughs> why? It's the same reason why Al, Al and I were there yesterday. We're declared seniors because of our young age. Yes. So not only do they have a great price for the buffets and the breakfast and so forth, right. but we get the discount on top of that. Right. And so, my gosh. And no tax. My gosh, okay. yes. And it's just, it's beautiful up there. I it? had breakfast there this morning before of I came in. Of course you did. I've got to do that one of these mornings. Let's do that. Let's all go there sometime. Yeah, we'll have to do that soon. And the well, buffets are incredible. You name it, they've got it. I'm already booked to be there at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> Is that your standing reservation? <laughs> no, it, I have a group of friends that we, like every six weeks, we oh, that's cool. show up someplace. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And that's where it will be. Yeah. Tomorrow. And it's it's a really good food and it's fairly inexpensive. Yes, right? and you see my tips serving people, making them happy. Mm-hmm. I get to do things like that. And yeah. see, the casinos are fun. You don't have to gamble. There's so much there, the entertainment, everything, the great restaurants. Mm-hmm. And then if you do, um, you could be wise about it where you're not yeah. a statistic. Right. But exactly. you do see some of the same people having breakfast on the same day. Yeah. I, uh, there's a guy that is there normally when I'm there by the name of Tony Wilson. Tony Wilson. Who, when some... I hope he isn't listening well, to the show right now. this is now. a funny story because <laughs> the fact that he himself is rather... He's got a problem as far as a crippling problem with his arms. Mm-hmm. But if he gets a tele... Uh, a person calling him as far as for ads of some sort, mm-hmm. he answers it. Good looking corporation incorporated. <laughs> yeah. It stops them in their track. And so he had something that came up and he sent it off to uh, it where he was filling out a form and he wrote in that as the company. Mm-hmm. The post office sent him back a notice for Good Looking Corporation yeah. Inc. Uh-huh. So he said it's kind of like uh, 37th Street. You knew there was a Santa because the post office confirmed it. (laughs) 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 So he's always delightful when he's there. That's funny. But you do find some regular people that are fun there. Yeah. We were once having a breakfast, and somebody in the area bought our breakfast. And I don't know who the gentleman was or whatever, but things like that happen. Yeah. Yeah. But again, we're teetotalers. We're having the... That's true. Yes, we're having the coffee, we're having the tea, the cranberry juice and everything. And one more time, including a respectable tip, Mm -hmm. we're well under $20 for two people to have breakfast. And that includes a 25% tip. We've just given them a commercial. How cool is this for them? Well, they're giving back. Yeah, they They are. are giving back, definitely. Yeah, so that's cool. But, you know, um, I think... I just, I'll tell you one of the reasons I have such an aversion to it. I have Scorpio on my fifth house cusp. Why do you think? It's like, get it away from me. You know, it's so resistance. Do I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I know what you're I talking know. about. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so I'm going to take another break right here, and we're going to come back here with Mr. Matt Shea, and we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Matt, hi, this is a 
reading from Mr. Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind winning hand that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories to, and to conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. So feel free to look at Matt's website when all is, where there's all of his books and many free stories for your liking there at www.mattsheabooks.com. And you can also write to him at his personal email address at workinmat7, that's W-O-R-K-N-Matt7, at AOL.com. Or you can phone him at 206 915 one eight eight one, and Matt would love to hear from you, and promises to answer any and all who contact him. And now we have a live read for Ms. Susan Bergstrom. Today's the last day, kids. Today is the last day of open enrollment for Medicare, so she is doing appointments today for a little while. And see if you have a last minute thing where you want to do some changes in your medical coverage, you can contact her. But things she wants to let you know is that Medicare coverage is important. And it's a confusing issue because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that takes care of the 20%. Susan Bergstrom can really help get you the best coverage for you. And with her, the process is really easy. And in the end, she'll save you money. Open enrollment ends tonight. I would say it ends probably around midnight, so you still have some time to get a hold of her today. Make sure you contact Susan to set up your appointment about your coverage. To schedule an appointment or RSVP for one of her workshops, you can call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I have Doug Johnson with me, my co-host, and also Mr. Matt Shea is our guest today, this morning, with his books and all that good stuff. So, so you, that was the book that you mentioned is what you started writing, or did you tell us any more about that? Well, I have the rough draft complete already. Okay. And Doug is very good at this. He knows when I'm going to complete a book, get something published before I do. So what's your call on that one, Doug? I'm looking right at you. I think that you're going to have an awful lot of this done before this month is done. They're short stories, and basically I'm almost done with this one. But again, the story, George, is about an innocent, common guy who thought he would try to gamble money he could afford to lose just a little bit. And then by the experience, watching, seeing people, serving, being happy, he turns it over. Instead of visiting the place, mm-hmm. he gets a job there. And now he's uh-huh. making people and he's getting those tips. 
and he comes home with a little extra every day. But he loves it. The more happy he is, the yeah. more he makes it success, creating success. We have a happy ending and a lesson here. That's awesome. That's so true. And I've noticed that a lot lately, that if I'm heading outside to do errands, I do a check from over myself. Am I going to be in the best mood today to to reflect that out so people get it, get themselves? And it seems to work. So Definitely. And before I forget, I wanted to say hello to Benson, to Kayla, to Rose at the Comfort Inn that I worked yes. because mm-hmm. what I was able to do at the Emerald Queen, I'm now doing there at my at the airport in my okay. old neighborhood. Right. So I'm winning with everybody doing this. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's so important to reflect back. You know, people that walk by you that have they're in sad <laughs> moods and if if you can just say have a good day or Merry Christmas. This is the perfect year to time of the year to do this. You know, so you don't have to just say, how are you? You say, Merry Christmas. I hope, I hope you have a good year next year. They're going to go, oh, whoosh. you see them light up from all over. Yes, if it's not something generic that you get from the insurance companies when the right. holidays, right. from your personal self to a person, yeah. what an honor. It makes the world a difference. It makes their day at Kind of gets them on the right foot again. It really does. It really, really does. That's awesome. And I think, I think we could all learn a lesson from this. You know, you're setting examples here in society, Matt, that are saying, you know, don't have to do what I do, but kind of look at what I'm doing here and see what works, what doesn't work. And what doesn't work is if when you get negative feedback, you know, so, oh, got to check that one in at the door. You know, but then going on and saying, okay, what is it that I do that brings happiness to everybody else? Well, sure. If you keep bombarding someone with negative, mm. more and more they're going to have their guard up. And after a yeah. while, they don't realize that they've done that. Yeah, right. But that's what yourself being a negative part of the world has yeah. done to this person. Yeah, exactly right. So it's, um, I mean, this sounds so basic. It's basic human humanity 101, but it is so, it's, so basic that when we do do it, we feel as though, um, I remember walking by, I was doing, going to do a walk outside. This was a bunch of years ago. I just felt, I just don't want to walk. I don't feel like walking. So I'm going to walk down the stairs. Okay. And then I'm going to walk North on the street. And I walked by this guy and he said, hi, how are you? And I said, fine. And I went, I felt everything kind of released, you know, and then I had this wonderful walk. It was from that one man. Just that one person. Isn't that wonderful? It's amazing. When I did long-haul trucking a while back, there was something about the trucking community people don't realize. There's quite a brotherhood to it. And, of course, this includes women as well. Yeah. But something these big, burly guys that look like they could push a tractor over, Yeah. something greatly common, Mm -hmm. they give you the biggest ear-to-ear grin, and they open the door for you. Mm -hmm. You're approaching a restaurant. You're approaching a gas they open the door after you, and they might even invite themselves to sit down and have dinner with you. Mm-hmm. They're not getting you to buy, but they're just sharing their life with you at right. that moment, introducing, how are you today? Right. There's an awful lot of that going on, but a book at its cover. You would not suspect that from the right. trucking industry. It is common practice. Right, exactly. Um, I keep thinking what it would be like to have somebody kind of do that kind of attitude and walk along a couple of blocks in New York City. 
what that would be like. Years ago, I think it was a Johnny Carson show, they were interviewing someone who was not born from this country. Mm -hmm. And this person was saying that he was told throughout his whole life that if you're in a big American city like New York, Mm -hmm. you do not go out at night. Well, anyway, this person was in the entertainment business and some woman affiliated with it asked him out for a date. Well, Mm -hmm. he wanted to go out with her. So he broke the rule and he left his dwelling. He's going to meet her somewhere. Mm -hmm. As soon as he was out on the sidewalk, somebody bumped him and he remembered how he was coached. He immediately fell for his wallet. It was gone. Before the person could leave the area, he came from behind, grabbed him, and with this foreign language, broken English, he said, we're not going to argue here. Just hand it over. Mm-hmm. And so the person got a wallet. Mm-hmm. Well, this man is now disillusioned. He was one minute out his door, and he already got mugged, so he yeah. thought, because when he entered his place, he saw his wallet on the nightstand, oh. and he did not know that he just mugged somebody. Oh. And then when he called the guy, <laughs> yes, yes. No. He was, and then he would call the guy because his ID, and the guy said, what else do you want? You got my wallet. You kept hanging up on him. Oh. But we get paranoid, and these poetic justice happens right. to us. Yeah. Adam, it's too bad somebody lost a wallet. It's too bad we're paranoid. <laughs> and you hear other stories about people just innocently wanting help to jump their car or something, yeah. and somebody plays it safe and attacks first because right. we're, we're brainwashed. We're yeah. conditioned for it. We're paranoid. We're conditioned to that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's kind of, wow, that is a huge lesson. I mean, he had to have learned a huge, huge lesson from that. Only in America, right? Yeah, never (laughs) judge a book by its cover. Never, ever, ever do that Uh -uh, because you might be really surprised. Always. Always. Getting back to Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. My dad worked at the Rainier Brewery, and in those days they hired the sons first. And so I had a summertime job at their little recycling center, Mm -hmm. and we would weigh aluminum, get empty bottles, and somebody would get their change for it. Well, we had this one man who came in, when you see the trench coats that shine, and he's wearing two of them, and he has the German Shepherd with him, and he's digging into his pockets and eating food he found from dumpsters, and then he offers you some because he's compassionate, mm-hmm. you write him off as a derelict. Right. And he would tell me war stories. And whenever I asked him a question, he would say yes. So I started getting a little clever and asking him trick questions, and he mm-hmm. would get them right. I ran into him later that summer, and he was dressed as an admiral. He had the white gloves, the press suit, the brass. He marched up to me, flipped a paper, rolled it out, told that he was one of several retired admirals being honored at Sandpoint Naval Station, bringing in the fleet for seafare. And he was retired. He had pensions. He was well off, and Mm -hmm. he spent part of his week walking around town picking up litter and recycling it, as innocent as you could be. But I was a dumb kid, a book at its cover, and I, I learned a lesson that day. Boy, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah, that's quite the story. And for somebody of that high caliber to be doing such a, well, most people think it's a really mundane thing to do. But no, that's not how you viewed things, and that's good. Yes. Yeah, that's and awesome. He, and his stuff came from thrift stores mm-hmm. in those days, the pocket change you'd get from recycling would take you much further than it would today. That's true. So he was picking up litter, had a lot to show for it. Mm-hmm. My God, he's as patriotic as you could get. He served this country. Yeah, he, he did. did it all. Yep, he did. That's really amazing. 
Okay. So, okay, we have a couple more minutes before we take a break, but I want to ask you a little bit when we come back about your search for haunted places. Okay. Uh, yeah. The name Gary Matz comes to mind. Yes, I would imagine, although he's not here right now, but I mean, you and he have shared a lot of stories, but I want to hear a couple of them when, you know, we come back. Yes. Um, I know that, you know, I went to the Cooney Mansion down in Cosmopolis, which is the most haunted place I've ever been in because there was people running all the way through that place, up and down, sideways. And when I did a psychic fair there one time, it was like all of the, the psychic, all the people that were there, all the ghosty people that were there got really excited that there were a bunch of people there that could hear them, you know. And so we paid a lot of attention to them. And I had all sorts of encounters with with ghosts that day because there's a it's it's a big old house and it's got a um the top floor is for servants you know and it was a you know, the house of the main logger in that area lloyd or not lloyd cooney that's somebody else that he was, was that, that, that was on cairo ron cooney but probably related but um yeah he owned that house as a big fourteen thousand square foot home and but there was a lot of a lot of entities in that house a lot. So, and I say that, and I don't even, I don't ever feel that stuff that much, but I really did that day. It was just so obvious. So, anyway, we're going to take another really quick break here. And when we get back, we're going to be finishing up with Mr. Doug, not Doug Johnston. No, we're not. With Mr. Matche. Thank you. <laughs> God. We're going to finish up with Mr. Matche. And so, anyway, we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Mr. Tony White. There's no greater gift we can give ourselves and others than self-understanding. If we know ourselves better, then we can definitely make a better life decisions for ourselves. So how great is it to know that as we enter the coming holiday season, the perfect gift is out there waiting for us. Professional astrologer and award-winning animator Tony White is now offering a unique personalized astrological star you video that is totally about the special astrological you. Based on the date, time, and place of your birth, no two videos can ever be the same. That way, it will really seem like it's entirely about you or else about that special person you're buying for. And for the parents who want to know their children a little better, that is, from the inside out, how about one of those Tony's beautiful illustrated Star Child Report packages? Nowhere else are these unique and personal gifts available. So now's the time to purchase yours, especially if they're especially as they're being available for an attractive introductory price. So check out Star, Tony's StarTunes website today at www.startoons.com. That's www.startoons.com. StarTunes, know yourself, know your life, and know your world. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, and with Doug Johnston is our final segment with Mr. Matt Shea. And so we're going to talk a little bit about ghosts. I know that we have another guest here in the, in the studio who is not going to say anything. She's our silent partner. 
her <laughs> Matt's silent partner. And she and, and Matt always make excursions around this area looking for haunted places. Is that true? Yes. I admit, guilty mm-hmm. as charged. Guilty as when charged. When you look at TV, the TV shows, they have the ghost hunters, the paranormal right. stuff. It is such a theme. You get on the Internet, they have clubs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of p- places really promote that. And so it's kind of a given. It's kind of rivaling our coffee stands. They're about equal numbers at this point. Yeah. And you've introduced me to many wonderful people, Eileen, and one of which was Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell. And Gary has interviewed me twice on the topic. Mm-hmm. And it would be nothing more where he was promoting Weird Western Washington. It's kind of Weird fun and Western catchy because, yes, we are. We're <laughs> definitely that. But well, what I would do. It's alliteration all it over is the a place. Scorpio area. Yes, it is. And that it would is. be a big part of why there's yep. so many psychics out yep. here in this area. That's right. This is a Scorpio state, and Seattle, uh, Seattle environs, is a, or a Scorpio city. So Yes, sure. And so <laughs> I, I would get on the Internet and just key up uh, haunted places in the state of Washington, 10 most famous, whatever. They've got list after list after list. And after a while, you see the same ones are there. Mm-hmm. And so then I would go a step further. And Gary wanted to make sure that these were places that were accessible to everyone. Right. Where we were welcomed. This was not an intrusion of any sort. Uh-huh. So I found hotels and restaurants that have been there for over 100 years. Mm-hmm. And they have their write-ups on the Internet. And then you have the owners that want to talk about it. Okay. You have the servers you have the locals that frequent there. They all have their two cents worth. And so it gets to be a lot of fun. And then later we do live radio and we get to say hello to them. They get awesome. to hear that. They will give a toast and everything. And it's a lot of fun. Okay. And so when I was very young in high school, I was at a friend's grandmother's house. Mm-mm. And we saw a door open by itself. This mm-hmm. is broad daylight. It wasn't yeah. terrifying broad daylight, a sweet old lady, a group of us guys. But we all agreed we saw the same thing and we could not explain it. But now it's tangible. I saw such a thing. Mm -hmm. And people can give theories on what it really was. Well, we saw what we saw and we don't know why. Mm -hmm. But when you see something like that for the first time, you carry it with you the rest of your life. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it might have been meant for you, or it might have happened regardless whether or not you were there. Mm-hmm. But we happened to be present. We saw it. And so when they have these documentaries on places that lay such claim, I could relate to it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Um, there's a... Um, there's a number of places here in Washington State that are quite haunted. And um, I've been to two of them. I think Manresa Castle in Port Townsend and also the Cooney Mansion in Cosmopolis. And um, evidently they did a show on Manresa Castle because there's a part of the castle that uh, had a woman murdered in it. Well, what happened was the woman jumped out of a top floor because she found out her husband was lost in the war, oh, that he wasn't awful. coming home. Yeah. And then they had a monk who had hung himself in the attic. Oh, what great history. Well, it's sad. This is all tragedy. Yeah. And then you have a lot of stories that evolve around such events. Mm-hmm. And that um, you, you make the decision there. Right. It's one thing to hear a neat story. It's another thing when you actually see it. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, Go ahead, I don't, you know, on that subject, 
I never know when they're going to show up because I do communicate with the other side. And I've had them tell me things in detail that only you would know. Mm-hmm. And that, when I'm doing a reading, can kind of flip people out. But there's always something that's being told to me that I'm supposed to let them know. Mm-hmm. That would get their attention. It's not universal validity. You're not the cheap palm reader who wants repeat business. Well, Stay I've, tuned for next week. Yes. I, you know, I show cows. Yes. And we had a young guy back in Ohio that was killed in a farm accident. Mm-hmm. Well, his father had come out here to judge the show out here. And that night, that entity showed up and talked with me for a couple hours, telling me everything that went on and that it was no one's fault and how it all happened and mm-hmm. everything else. And then all that was going to be coming up and what he wanted them to do and how he wanted them to work it out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things have already happened exactly like he had told me. And they were so dumbfounded that I, they didn't know that I talked the other side to start with. Mm-hmm. But now that things have all come through the way that they have, they understand it so much easier. Yeah. And it didn't right. shock them when things did happen. Yeah, right. That would scare me to know those things that I forgot about, but God doesn't forget, and then you know them. That would scare me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no judgment. No. There's no judgment whatsoever. It just. Yeah. I, I, and normally it's where that's being told to me where a person is stuck on something. Mm-hmm. Let's say where they lost a spouse or something on that order. Yeah. That's when they will come big time and start talking. Okay. You've heard the one about pennies. They're always talking about pennies being left for you. And um, years ago, I got a phone call from somebody from high school, and I didn't recall this person. I guess I was her high school crush. But she got up the nerve to call me. We were talking quite a bit, and she said, by the way, I'm psychic. Well, a lot of people say that. You want a little more to it. And she asked me if I was having a problem with pennies early in the morning before sunrise. And I thought about it. Well, my job, I would start at like at 3 or 4 in the morning. I'd be the only one there. And I'd go in the break room, and the guys had a thing about pennies. Okay, well, people do that. But then I would find them put in places where it wasn't worth the value of the penny, what it took to get it lodged in something. It wasn't. So I was finding them in really peculiar places. It would bother me. And I would take my time, get on my hands and knees, get on their table, and just, just put it where they belong. And I said, yes. And she asked me if I lost a friend recently, and I said yes. And she said, he's playing with you because he knows you're stupid enough to let it bother you. (laughs) (laughs) I've never told anyone that quite, that kind of a story, but that's good. That's funny. It's very funny. But they do do things that uh, keep your attention. They do. They're rather, um, they are kind of funny that way, aren't they? They're mischievous. Well, I have that's a, a good word. Yeah, mischievous. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So, okay, cool. So, um, so what are you working on next? Well, I'm working on audiobooks. Doug was the one that got that going for me a year ago, and we're having some success with it. Okay. 
And then Kathy Hamilton, who used to have a show, got in touch with me, and she wants me to narrate one of my own short stories. Oh, that's great. She says it's a good idea for an author to do it. That's good. So I'll get one that's really, really short since I'll be a rookie at this. Mm -hmm. And so we're getting that out there now, and I like to get some free ones out there just to put the cart before the horse, and then Mm -hmm. you decide if you want to delve into my stuff on Amazon and so forth. Okay, that's but, but let's shake hands first, and here's your sample. Okay, that's awesome. And they can get, we can get a hold of you, and we already mentioned that, but it's mattshaybooks.com, mattshaybooks.com, yes. yeah. And also uh, workinmat7 at aol.com. Yeah, no letter I, just W-O-R-K-N-7 seven. at aol.com. Right. right. Exactly. And I write people back each and every time. He does, folks. He really does. I know he does. So thank you, Matt, for being here today. It's been awesome. Oh, I love it. We're oh. going to have breakfast after. We're going to go have breakfast afterwards. It's really cool. I think it's lunch. <laughs> Brunch. Brunch. Oh. Brunch. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are on the east side after okay. all. Oh, of course. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So anyway, what's coming up this week is I've got a readings at Burr's, as usual, uh, 6151 Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood, Washington, from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. It's every Wednesday night. $20 for 10 minutes, $40 for 20 minutes. And the first person who has heard the Jupiter Rising show gets a free book, and it is signed by... Matt Shea. Okay. And then also we have another after dark readings. This is what I tell everybody. It's, we're a chain now. <laughs> after dark readings at the Pizza Casa restaurant in Lakewood, Monday nights at 4 to 7 p.m. 12924 Pacific Highway Southwest, Lakewood, Washington. That's 98499. And it's the same price, $20 for 10 minutes, 40 for 20 minutes. First book again, who has heard heard the Jupiter Rising show gets a free book by Matt Shea. Right? Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, and also, if you want to know that I do a horoscope column for the um, for the radio show, and it's on the website, k- 1150kknw.com. It's a horoscope column update every Monday at noon, and so uh, it's every week. So, okay, and how do we get a hold of you, Doug? It's best if you text or call 206-769-4924. Okay, great. And we did Matt already, but I'll say it again. www.mattsheabooks.com and workinmatt7 at aol.com. And then I'm eileengrimes.com. That's my website. And then we do have a jupiterrisingshow.com as well. So that's it on that. And next week... We're going to have a fantastic week. Uh, we've got Jer Dooley on, who is our fantastic guy over in um, Ireland, Kilkenny, Ireland. But he's going to be broadcasting from London that night. And it'll be night over there when I'm talking to him. So that'll be pretty cool. And the following week, we're going to have on Rebecca Eigen. She's been on the show before. She's an astrologer. And she's really wonderful. So anyhow. Anyway, I want to thank you guys today. You did a great job. It's been two weeks. I'm almost out of practice. But not so bad. Anyway, thank you, Doug. It was entertaining. Yes, and but thank you, Matt. Matt's always been entertaining. Thank you, and I look forward to joining you at the readings after dark. Okay. It is fun. The people there are great. Yeah, they are. They're really terrific. So thank you, and welcome again, and I will say goodbye to everybody today, and I hope you all have a good week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.